For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Okay, Waffle Boat, this is Wayne, and uh, I'm doing two things here today. Uh, this is actually my fourth or fifth attempt at recording this without, you know, talking too much. Um, but the first thing I'm here to do is to test out this new microphone I got. It's the uh, Blue Snowball microphone, which is pretty inexpensive on Amazon right now. It's about, I'd say, $45 to $50, uh, $55 uh, in the U.S. Um, my wife actually has... Uh, Prime, so we got free shipping, or free two-day shipping, that is, so it's a, it's a pretty sweet deal. Uh, I know it's kind of regarded as an entry-level podcasting microphone, um, but the blue products seem to be great. Um, I mean, I've done a little test recording on this prior to this, and uh, I'm, I'm pretty impressed. I know that there's more I can do to get more out of it, uh, different uh, you know, things I can use to tweak the sound and the depth of it and things like that, and uh, I'm using without a pop filter. Um, so we'll see how it goes for a while, and uh, you know I may invest in things like that a little further down the line. Um, the other thing uh, I'm here to say is that uh, Waffle Boat is no more. The previous episode before this little mini episode was the last episode of Waffle Boat. It wasn't necessarily planned that way. Um, it just got to a point where Cassie had other interests. Uh, she wanted to continue to do her Cassie L uh, gaming reviews on YouTube, and she decided she wanted to do another podcast project of her own. And uh, it didn't really leave too much time for Waffle Boat. Um, I decided that I wanted to continue to do something Waffle Boaty, but not under the same name. So uh, there will be a spiritual successor to Waffle Boat very soon. I don't know what it's going to be called. Um, I do know who my co-host is going to be, and I anticipate us having a guest uh, that you'll probably recognize from the uh, Waffle Boat history. Uh, our friend Johnny should be on the podcast at some point in the future just to talk shit. Maybe we'll have him on to talk about wrestling. So yeah, like I say, the podcast that, that I'm going to be working on will be very similar to Waffle Boat in a lot of ways. We'll be talking a lot about board games. Uh, we'll be talking probably about TV shows. Uh, the co-host and I uh, are both fans of Doctor Who, uh, but unfortunately we won't have Doctor Who to talk about this year, or at least new episodes. Um, so maybe we can talk about some classic Doctor Who stuff that um, you know, it, it does get talked about on other podcasts, but on some of my favorite podcasts about Doctor Who, it doesn't. Uh, my favorite 
being a you know eleventh hour podcast with Joe and Chris, they tend to talk about strictly uh, you know eleventh hour and forward, you know Matt Smith and on. So maybe my co-host and I can um, sort of pick up not really the slack, so to speak, but we can uh, do some talking about modern series Doctor Who prior to uh, the Matt Smith and uh, you know going back to Eccleston or you know something like that. Uh, there's definitely a lot of things that, that my co-host and I can talk about. Uh, I'm not really going to talk about who the co-host is. It's not like it's some kind of secret reveal or anything like that. But, you know, you'll find out who the co-host is when you find out. It's, you know, going to be somebody who, uh, you know, that I know, I've known for years. And uh, I think he, he'll he be an interesting person to podcast with. Now, putting that aside, uh, there are other things that I've been thinking about doing. Uh, you know, back in October, um, I did the whole... Uh, Halloween series, where every day in the month of October, I sort of did a little Halloween podcast where I talked about horror movies or, you know, Elvira or horror video games, you just other spooky, um, you know, October-y, Halloween-y type stuff, you know, to be thematic. Um, I could see myself doing something a lot like that, just sporadically, you know, dropping them in the feed. And, uh, you know, this likely would be a whole new feed. It's probably not going to be in the Waffle Boat feed, but... I will let you guys know where the new feed is, so if you want to continue to follow whatever the new podcast does and whatever I'm doing, you know, you, I'll, I'll let you know where it's going to be. Something else I was also considering doing, something that we uh, did a little bit of but never really uh, released it prior to uh, Waffle Boat shutting down, we had done a recording where uh, my friend Johnny, Cassie, and myself all sat, sat around and played, I think it was mostly um, Nintendo games. And we didn't do, like, fancy, uh, you know, game capture footage or anything like that. We literally just set a camera up in front of the TV and recorded uh, us playing and kind of making fun of the game. So I thought that's kind of fun. Um, it's, you know, a lot of people do this sort of thing anyhow on YouTube. Um, they do these Let's Play videos and things like that. And uh, Waffle Boat did some different stuff just before the end. Like, we just one time did... Uh, tested out a dashboard camera that Cassie got as a gift from a relative and just put the recording up on on the, well we put it on the YouTube channel and we put it on the uh, Waffle Boat blog so um, I'd like to continue to do little things like that from time to time and just add them to the feed uh, or you know let you guys know that they've happened um, but it, you know it could be something uh, very similar to uh, MST3K where if I uh, get like a new camera that's you know decent quality uh, we could set it up behind us, and you could sort of see us, uh, like the silhouettes of us uh, in front of or to the sides of the screen, sort of making fun of the game as we play it. So that could be fun. Um, but at the very least, uh, 2016 is going to be, uh, you know, a new podcast. It's going to be a very similar, like I say, a spiritual successor to Waffle Boat, but it'll be new with a new co-host. Uh, it's going to be an interesting year. Uh, at, at least, um, you know, in my personal life, I'm going to be starting a new job soon. Um, I had actually been unemployed for about a year, or, or we never really got into why that was on Waffle Boat. In December of 2014, just a few days after Christmas, my mom was diagnosed with stage 4 lung cancer, and she had some brain tumors and things like that. The doctors initially gave her a couple months to live, um, and she hung on longer than that. Um... Uh, it was really weird, though, because it had it was just like a few months after Liz and I had announced that we were getting married. So 
We were hoping my mom was going to make it to see us married. Uh, unfortunately, she did not. She died about a month before our wedding. I was glad that she she knew I was with somebody who loved me, though, and she... Not that I had lived, like, a, a desperate skid row life or anything like that, but I was glad that she knew that I was with somebody who loved me and that, you know, we were moving into the future together. So I'm glad for that. So for about a year and a couple months now, uh, I had been unemployed. I, I had a pretty decent job at the time, actually. It was um, call center work, which I am familiar with, working with computers, which I have no problem with. Uh, it was just, it wasn't even that the job was stressful. Um, it was just that there were certain things about the job that were stressful. Just so many passwords I'd have to remember and, uh, you know, key codes and things like that. You know, I'd have to have a number of different softwares up at the same time and all of them had different passwords, and it was just a lot of frustrating minutiae um, surrounding the job. The job itself was not difficult. It was very easy. Uh, I wouldn't even say it was so easy it was monotonous and boring. It was just easy. Um, so I had to step away from that job because the, the stress of it was too much for me at the time. Um, there were even little things that were uh, sort of related to my situation because... Uh, I was helping people sign up for their health care or helping them with questions or problems they had with their health care. So somebody might call me up and ask me to help them get the information they needed to talk to somebody to straighten out their prescriptions um, because, you know, their, their wife had just had chemotherapy. And at the time, that you know, that wasn't something um, that was easy for me to cope with. So I had to step away from that job and uh, just sort of take some time off and see how long it was going to take for me to decompress from that situation. I'm not saying that I'm, I'm better now, but I'm in a position where uh, I'm looking to start a new job. So in the next couple weeks, I'm actually starting a new job, which is fun because I'll be working with some people I had worked with in the past. Uh, a couple people I worked with at Borders, as a matter of fact, years ago. You might remember that as the uh, other bookstore besides Barnes & Noble. Um, so I'm glad to be working with them, and it's going to be like I'm kind of easing myself back into working. It's a part-time job where I'll be working a couple four-hour shifts a week, um, and it's in, you know, helping people um, with cookware and things like that, and uh, I'm not like, you know, Mario Batali or anything like that, but I do have uh, an interest in cooking, and I'm intelligent enough to help somebody with something, you know, if someone has a question about uh, what kind of spatula should I get uh, if I'm getting this this cookware, you know, obviously if somebody's getting some kind of cookware that has a Teflon coating on it or non-stick coating on it, they don't want to be using a metal spatula. You know, simple things like that that people might not think about otherwise. So, like, I'm not saying I'm some kind of MacGyver and I'm going to have the, the magic key to help people, but I'm smart enough to be able to figure out solutions for people in situations like that. So that'll be an interesting job for me, I think. For the last, I, I want to say it's almost the last six months or so, um, I've been helping my, my wife and uh, a couple of our friends with a board and card game club they started at their middle school. Uh, their students were sort of interested in an after-school thing. Uh, my wife already manages the anime club and their uh, annual anime convention, but you know she decided she also wanted to be involved in this kind of crazy... Uh, well, initially I think it started as... Yeah, it started as a summer camp kind of thing, like a board gaming camp, and now it's become uh, something they do throughout the school year, too. Um, so the response they got to doing it throughout the school year... Uh, was so great they needed more volunteers. So that's been kind of fun for me, teaching kids how to play board games and finding out what styles of games kids liked and things like that. And um, Not that any of these kids are, are bad kids, 
But, um, you know, you have that many kids, you deal with a lot of different types of personalities, a lot of different types of learning styles. So I think that's been a good uh, learning experience for me. Uh, that'll, that'll come in handy dealing with people face-to-face. Um, you know, not that I expect anybody who, who comes into the place I work to be especially difficult, but it's more about me and the way that I deal with people. And I think I've grown as a person in the last year or two in that regard. Um, it is, it was especially good for me, um, working in that call center that I talked about, you know, before things got a a little too much for me, um, I was, uh, nominated for employee of the month and I was employee of the month, the month that I left. Um, and that was actually really surprising to me. I, it's one of those things where if you work in a call center or at some jobs I've worked at in the past, you don't necessarily get a lot of feedback, uh, unless you do something wrong. And I'm not saying that was the case in this scenario. Um, but it was just surprising because, you know, you kind of think that you're doing the right thing and then sometimes you find out you're not. But in this scenario, it was like, yeah, no, you're you're doing this right. You've been doing this right and we, we want to, rec- you know, uh, recognize that. So that was actually like a good boost for my ego because for years um, I'd been working in, in customer service face-to-face where I think one of my weaknesses, uh, well, I know one of my weaknesses is that um, I don't necessarily hide it when I when I'm having difficulty understanding somebody's attitude um, and I tend to bring a little bit of attitude of my own when that happens which is never a good thing so initially just working with people over the phone was helpful because um, my reactions were you know they, they only heard my tone so if I was speaking to them politely uh, they didn't think anything was wrong not that anything was wrong just they couldn't misconstrue me or my intent so that was good. And then finding out that, like, hey, you're doing a really great job here. And then add that to, um, you know, dealing with kids for six months, uh, which I will continue to do if I can. Um, you know, because it's a great... I, I enjoy teaching kids how to play these games and things like that. So, I, again, all of this, I think, has been a good learning experience and it has sort of acclimated me more towards uh, being comfortable dealing with people. Um I mean, I've always felt like I was a little anxious in that way, but uh, this, you know, the the year of 2015 was a crazy roller coaster, and I think it exposed a lot of um, a lot of uh, gray areas or a lot of uh, inconsistencies, um, for lack of a better word or term, in my psyche. Uh, not that I think I'm crazy or anything like that, but you know, it, it kind of gave me pause uh, and, and gave me a reason to stop and look at who I am and why I feel certain ways in certain situations and, and things like that. So I think this year was, uh, 2015 was a huge, huge learning experience for me. And I'm looking forward to kind of rolling that all together and uh, moving through 2016 and, and forward with that in my, uh, in my tool belt, so to speak. So 2016 will be an interesting year for uh, fans of the Waffle Boat podcast. Uh, I mean, I may keep, like, Waffle Boat might be the brand, like, you know, this will be so-and-so podcast, the, you know, a Waffle Boat production or something like that. But, no, it'll be it'll be a new, um, you know, there'll be a new blog where, where I'll release the new episodes. There'll be a new feed. Um, and that actually reminds me of a point I meant to bring up earlier when I was talking about the YouTube stuff that Waffle Boat used to do. Um, I'm thinking about possibly using YouTube a lot more than we did previously. Uh, even to the point of maybe just uploading every episode there. Um, you know, doing... The usual feed stuff, so you can, you know, use uh, Stitcher or whatever other software you use to download podcasts. 
Um, so you can continue to do it the way that you had done it in the past, um, but you'll also be able to, if you want to, subscribe to it on YouTube. Um, and uh, we never really explored this at all with Waffle Boat was um, getting listed on iTunes. Because I understand that for some people, um, you know, their technology might not support following us the way that we had it set up. So to make it a lot easier for people, we may go ahead and look into setting things up through uh, iTunes. But it's sort of my, my uh, you know, it's a secondary priority for me. Um, basically because it's, it's more difficult, really. I mean, uh, it's very easy to upload these episodes to the, the service we use to host uh, Waffle Boat. And it's um, pretty easy to upload stuff to YouTube, too. I'll just have to find, you know, a piece of artwork I want to use for each episode, or maybe I'll do some kind of individual artwork for each one, but um, that's that's pretty straightforward stuff. I haven't really messed around with the YouTube editor, but, um, you know, it's not that difficult, I don't think. So that's kind of what's coming down the pipeline. Just wanted to let you guys know uh, what had happened, what we were going to be doing going forward, and what to expect. And uh, when everything comes together, uh, I will definitely let you know where the new episodes are. And uh, I think if you like Waffle Boat, you'll, you'll enjoy where we're heading. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. And uh, we'll, you'll hear from me soon. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.